Hello everyone, this is a great day in the village to talk about victory and the smell of victory. There's a scripture in Hebrews chapter 13 that really blesses me as it compares the days of old to the new of what God is doing in the lives of his people, according to the apostle Paul. Hebrews 13 and 3 says, By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Looking at Psalms 22, verse 3, it says, But thou art holy, O Lord, thou that inhabit the praises of Israel. During the Old Testament, we understand that God used animal sacrifice from the days of Adam and male and female sin. God used the animal as a substitute leading to the cross of Calvary. So every animal that was, that was substituted for Jesus represented a type of nature. And maybe one day we'll talk about that. But today I just want to speak to you about the power in your worship and the victory that comes in your worship. Because worship, like anything else, has an odor in the spirit realm as well as the natural realm. We, we understand odors. Uh, odors, it can be a fragrance that is pleasing or a fragrance that is not pleasing. As we walk through life, the odors are just constant in our lives. There are odors that we take, um, essential oils to relax us. And sometimes odors will make us tense. There are odors that awaken our sense of excitement and smelling certain foods or the smell of popcorn or something makes us feel like, oh, great time. Or the sense of dread can come over us with certain odors. Uh, skunks will use odors to protect himself against his predators. So odors, the fragrance, has a definite effect and a purpose in our lives. So what we know is, according to the word, there is an odor to our worship in the spiritual realm. If you would notice in Leviticus chapter 26 and verse 31, you will see that God promised not to smell the odor, the sweet odor from his people when they made their sacrifice, because at this time they had sinned. So what God does is not smell the sacrifice that we make when we are not pleasing in our attitude toward him. This is why it's so important that so, so many times when we just come in and we've not done right by the Lord, but we come to church and we do our thing, if you will, clap, worship, and wondering why nothing has happened. God is not going to be satisfied with just your coming to church. There is a price to be paid with our walk with God. So he promised them in Leviticus 26 and 31, I will not smell your sweet odor. When you come to make a sacrifice, we see also in the Song of Solomon, chapter two, verse 13, that the bride knew the season of her betrothal, her time of marriage, her time of coming away with her bridegroom by the blooming of the figs and the grapes. So the smell of the spring awakened the excitement of the bride to know that her bridegroom is coming to take her away. We also see in Amos chapter 5 and verse 21 that there's a straight, real powerful indication here 
that the children of God, when they gather to worship, that there's a smell that goes into the nostrils of Almighty God. So what we see is that our sense of smell, the fragrances that we give in our worship means something special to God. As we read in Second Chronicles chapter 7, it was important to know that King Solomon made a sacrifice unto the Lord when he was dedicating the temple. And Solomon killed 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. And the smell of flesh never filled the atmosphere. God is truly showing us that our worship can change everything. And that when we are guilty of something, coming in, repenting and worshiping him, giving him our weaknesses, our thoughts, that not just the acts of sin, but the thoughts, he wants to take those as well. So what we see in the opening text that I read in your hearing was Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, that God is saying, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. So now our lips, the fruit of our lips is the sacrifice that God wants from us. So that word sacrifice means that we're going to surrender, give up something, forego something, forfeit something, let go of something. That's important to know that when we are offering all that we have to Christ, then we are letting go. There's a sacrifice. Uh, today's economy, and we are, we're kind of people, the kind of people who like for things to be given to us without any attachments to it. Uh, I want to be married. I want to get a job. I want this vehicle. I want this home. I want, 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 but I don't want it to be a sacrifice. It's sort of like the difference between uh, the chicken laying an egg and the pig giving bacon or ham. And the difference is the chicken makes a donation, but the pig gives a total sacrifice. I hope that's not offensive to anybody, but I'm trying to show you the difference between uh, making a donation to God and a total sacrifice. We have to recognize that it is a sacrifice for us to walk and to become the Christians that we are called to be. And that's what God wants out of us. There, there is so much here in this lesson, but I want to spend this time to let you know that your worship is what's going to cause God to do special things for us. There are lots of lessons throughout the word of God that we see over and over again that exemplifies showing us, demonstrating to us the importance of offering our praise to the Lord. And this is important because the enemy will get our praise if we don't give it to God. If we are not willing to look at how good he's been to us. Now, the other day, I felt it was important for me to take some time and start thanking God, begin to thank him for where I lived and the trees that I could see, the grass that I could touch, and just the simple things that I had been taking for granted. I started giving God praise for it. And you know what happened? My level of gratitude began to change. When you start to worship God for the small things, you'll see that he'll give you a little bounce in your step, put a new smile on your face, a fresh gratitude for him. Nothing like it. Remember, the only thing that evil needs to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Take care of yourself.